0: God heals people, like, it's just for you to open your heart and God will heal you, and whenever you talk about things, like talking about what happened, it feels like confessing, so that thing comes out of you, the more you talk, the more it comes out of you, then you feel free. You feel uh no longer shot out and you feel like you can do anything
1: You're listening to Altered Stories with Michelle Renee Gutch
2: Hello and happy new year, Altered Story Show listeners. This is Michelle Saunders your chief storyteller host, and welcome to part one of four of my Women Around the World God Story series, Portia's Survive to Thrive God Story. And thank you for listening to my show that shares Christian women's God stories around the world and is part of the Spark Media Network and can be heard on the Edify app, one of the world's most powerful Christian apps. Friends, I also hope all is well and you are ready to be blessed as we hear Portia's redemptive God story having been a rape survivor. Portia Tabani is a minister of the word of God. She's the South African director of Strong Cross Ministries. She's a wife and a mom of two. And she was referred to me as a guest by former guest, Pastor Tanya Jewel Blessing. Thank you, Pastor Tanya, for the love and for referring Portia. So now, friends, let's get to know Portia. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, Portia? I'm doing great. Well, I have heard so much about you from Tanya. And I wanted to ask you if there was anything else you'd like to share about yourself personally that I haven't already.
0: I don't know what you had and what you did (laughs) here.
2: That's okay. Not a big deal. I just wanted to make sure there wasn't anything personally that you wanted to share, but we'll talk more as you know, we're going to talk about your God story on this uh, episode. So what I would love to hear from you though, is why do you think women should share their God stories?
0: Well, I think they should share their stories because um, it will help other women to overcome whatever circumstances they find themselves in. Okay, cool.
2: Thank you. And that's what you're about to do. So can you share with my listeners, Portia, where your Survive to Thrive God story began?
0: Yeah, yeah. it began at 2011 Yeah, that like I was just working, looking for a job, you know. So I found a job at the garage, it was a patrol attendant. And one morning I was going and it was winter, so it was still in the dark. And I was working barefoot. I did it, it was not driving. So That's when, uh, two guys came and they just started dragging me to the bush and they just took advantage of me and they just undressed and just do whatever they wanted to do. So they raped me, they took my phone, uh, they just took whatever I had with me and then left me with, uh, dresses that were torn apart, so I was struggling to cover myself because I, I, I feel chained, I was scared and I was like hopeless, so I was crying and I managed to just walk a little bit because I was bleeding to uh, the main road and then There comes a lady who helped me to go to the hospital. Uh, And the hospital, they just they said they cleaned everything and all those stuff, but a month later I found out that I was pregnant, which means it was the result of what happened. That means they didn't clean up everything. So that really made me sad because I was still struggling to sleep, I was still struggling to, like, make sense of what happened to me, like, just adjust and move on. Everything, like, I felt like my life was shattered. I was closed in the cage. Like, that's how I felt. I had nightmares. And the worst part was I never wanted to see a man. It doesn't matter how was my uncle, my close, relative. Like, I didn't want to see a man next to me. I was so afraid of them. So it took like, I went to attend uh, counseling sessions, but they didn't help because it was still in. So everything was just like, it was new. I was afraid to watch a television because whenever they speak about it, I feel like it's just something just happened like two minutes ago. So, I struggled for six months just to speak. And when a year passed, I couldn't speak about it. I couldn't, but I still had that hatred for men. So I told myself, I am not going to get married. I don't want a man in my life. I just want to be on my own. I saw men as beasts. So I went to Bible school. And then when I come back, because at Bible school they were helping us. Like I could speak about it. I went through like healing sessions and all those stuff. So when I come back, I came across this guy uh, who like pretended to understand what I'm going through. And he I I would say he liked me, that he loved me and all those stuff, promised marriages and all those stuff. And it happened that I with the pregnancy that I had, I got miscarriage at four months with that pregnancy of uh, rain. So after some years, when I come across this guy, I was pregnant, and then he left me with that pregnancy. So that thing came back again and said, okay, this is how men are. He told me that uh, he would comfort me and all those stuff, but now... I'm pregnant, he left me, doesn't want anything to do with me. He's gone. I'm left with the pregnancy. Like, and I'm not married, I'm not working. So my life became shattered again. Like there was no moving forward in my life. That's when I started uh, working with a strong Force with Tanya. And she helped me to talk about it. like. Most of the time we will talk and she will just bring it up so that I can talk about it. And it became a healing to me. And I never hated my little boy when I when he was on earth. I loved him. I welcomed him with happiness because I felt like it was a blessing from God, even though he is without a father, but I I just think he. He's with the Father, who is God. So I took care of him, and I became like a healer. I healed because I could help other sisters, because in South Africa there are a lot of rape. So there will be somebody who are my know who have raped. So whenever they become shattered, I will go to them and just try to encourage them, pray with them. And that's how I healed myself. Like, that's how God helped me heal. And ministering the word of God to people and working with kids, it made me, like, not to remember what happened. It's something that you can never forget. But day by day, I feel like God is helping me. So after that, that's when uh, I met my husband. I was afraid of him when I started met, meeting him because I thought he would be like the other guy and the other guys who just took advantage of me. So I, I didn't want him close to me. Like, he tried to talk to me. Like I would just talk to me on a distance. So I told Tanya that, that is this guy was after me, but I'm afraid. I just don't want what happened to me to happen again. And he kept promising that he, uh, I won't do anything to you. So I was afraid even to tell him that I was right because I thought he would not even love me anymore. Like he would see me as like, I don't know, abandoned somebody who just being used, like used goods. I felt like I was uh, used goods. So yeah, I I think we became friends for two years and he, he did that just to like come close to me so that he can... Assured me that it's not like other people who did that to me, and I became comfortable with him. and we got married, we were blessed with a little girl, and he's a good guy, even though sometimes he you knows that thing sometimes it comes it comes back on our early marriage, it, it, it was coming back. But now I'm better than that because now I think I'm just, whenever there's somebody, I think I can encourage that person to say, you know, God heals people like it's just for you to open your heart and God will heal you. And whenever you talk about things like talking about what happened, it feels like confessing. So that thing comes out of you. The more you talk, the more it comes out of you, then you feel free. You feel uh, no longer shattered. And you feel like you can do anything. So right now, I'm married. I'm blessed with two kids. I love my husband. Like, I minister the word of God. I'm teaching youth and kids. And even women, there are a lot of women who come to me with their sad stories and I will be like trying to, I'm not a counselor, but I can just talk to them and work with them to hear, play with them, taking them step by
2: step. It's so beautiful, Portia. I mean, beauty from ashes, really. I love that you have just really come so far. Through that journey, I mean, some women never get out of that because they're bound up and they don't share, they don't tell their story. And I mean, life is filled with disappointments. We live in a fallen, broken world. It doesn't matter where. And unfortunately, at times, there's evil and we get succumbed to it. And, you know, did you know the Lord when you were raped? Did you know who Jesus was at that time?
0: Yes, I was born again.
2: Yes. And how did you react to that? Were you angry at Jesus? Did you,
0: I mean... Yeah, I, I, I was angry because I, I, I didn't understand what. how could this happen to me if you promised never to leave me, not forsake me.
2: I mean, I think a lot of Christians really have to understand that sometimes, you know, things do happen and we don't understand why they do, even though we're under the protection of Jesus. But he knew there's just man has free will. And sometimes they choose to do evil things and we get caught up in those things. But it, 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 the, the redemption is that you were able to get through it and you are now ministering to others. I mean, I myself had a husband who left me when I was pregnant. We were married almost eight years and he chose to leave the relationship. Uh, and I was pregnant with my daughter. And, you know, so that rejection and understanding, you know, what that's like, it's it's hard. It's hard to trust again. You really have to lean into your faith um, and you have to let go and let God. And it sounds like you did that and God just has honored and blessed you. And you have this, now this, little girl and the son, and he is redeeming your story. And we're, we're hearing that on this episode today. And so he redeemed my story. And so it's just so powerful, Portia, you know, and the fact that now God is using you to minister. I mean, rape is so violent. It's so horrible. And it's so sad that this is such happening to our women. I mean, it's not just happening in South Africa. It happens in America all the time. It's really bad, you
0: know. It's bad because it leaves a a permanent scar on you and you just have to transport to remove that because no one can ever do that.
2: Yes, it's just such a violence against women, you know, and the enemy wants to destroy women too, you know, through and men, unfortunately, those that don't believe in God, and even believing men sometimes are very abusive to women. It's just something that, you know, we just need to continue to fight against and pray and, you know, just pray the Lord will, you know, work through people like you, like others, like me, those who've gone through these circumstances. So I really appreciate this you know, Portia, and I, I'd i love to hear your story. Really, how did you connect with Tanya?
0: After Bible school, the lady who was uh, my lecturer, one of them was, she came from Ohio. Yeah, so she came across Chris and Tanya in town, and they told her that they're looking for uh, someone who can interpret for them when they're ministering and then she recommended me, and that's how I came across them, and then we started working together, well,
2: she thinks that you're her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I, I I think that I I could see the resemblance. So <laughs> I just think it's so funny. But thank yeah. you, thank you, Portia. This has been such a blessing for you to come on my podcast show and share this story and what God's doing and how He's redeemed you and before. You know, I end the the episode here, or uh, I'd love to have you share. How can other women get in touch with you if they want to talk with you? They
0: can get in touch with me on uh, my Facebook. It says I have two uh, Facebook accounts. The other one is Pusia and the other one is Pushya Tobani. So uh, they can get in touch with me. I have a WhatsApp number. Uh, it's a South African number, but it has WhatsApp. They can get in touch with me on WhatsApp. I'm not sure if I should get the number. And um, on my email, uh, they can get me on my email, which is uh 7 at gmail.com. So that's how they can get in touch with me.
2: Okay, well, thank you for this time. And again, friends, I want to let you know that we'll have Porsche's episode up on our website www.alteredstories.org with, you know, her picture and all the information, um, for how to reach her to. And I thank you friends for listening to the show. And again, thank you, Portia, for blessing us with your God story. And until the next show, friends be heard and be healed.
1: Altered Stories Ministry is a faith-based, nonprofit, and women's evangelistic storytelling ministry located in Overland Park, Kansas. If you enjoyed listening to today's story, your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of women all over the world, too. So please subscribe to our show and share the link to this podcast. Share it on your social media. We also welcome your valued feedback on our stories. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in sponsoring one of our future God-glorifying stories and welcome your tax-exempt financial donation. To find out more on how you can support our ministry, you can log on to our website at www.alteredstories.org.